This is Sophie Duzian, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Welcome to Orchata Squad with your hosts, Ricardo Alvarado and Veronica Fernandez Alvarado. And yeah, this is our last episode. Yeah, yeah. Wow. episode four. Episode four. Shit. That's, damn. Zam. 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 Damn. It's damn like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been it's been a, a wild one with all our talk about. The last one was wild. And the last one was wild. This I didn't gonna, ex- yeah. Mm. This one's gonna be dope. Hopefully, it's hopefully especially because we have a guest, right? Ooh, we have a guest yes, in the room. Where's he at? Where you guys, he is. Does the crowd see him? I wonder if the crowd. You guys see him? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, our our um, it's our privilege and our honor to have such a distinct member of society in our presence. Uh, is Julian Vasquez. He's a close friend of mine. Thankfully, thank the Lord. <laughs> Blessings. Blessings. You know, he has several honors to his name from a Mecha mentor in Portland State University, as well as a PSU grad with a bachelor's degree in business and uh, supply management, I think. Um, he also founded, he's also, uh, he also founded the same organization as Cesar Chavez. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give him too much props to his name. But here's... Hello, Julian. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the intro. I like, I like the intro. There's so much distinction. I don't know where to start. You got the Medal of Honor. <laughs> the Medal Everything. of Honor. You got the Pulitzer Prize for Journalism and Literature. And literature. I like to and, brag, though. And chemistry. And, and chemistry. chemistry. <laughs> he's, he's walked on the same steps as Martin Luther King Jr. And mm-hmm. Cesar Chavez. <laughs> and Dolores. And... and, and uh, and, um, Hashtag day for Dolores. <laughs> and Gandhi. And Gandhi. And Gandhi. But you guys don't know about him because he's like, he just leads a, he leads a group of five people. So. <laughs> it's like, he's only got five followers. He's like, to these five followers, he's done this for the rest of the world. He's, he's a complete cultivist. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But tell, us a bit, just tell us a bit about yourself, Julian. Yeah. Let, the, let the audience know who you are. I mean, I introduced you, but give us more about sort of your uh, place in the Hispanic slash Latinx culture. Because you're, where you're from? Oh, I'm from Oaxaca. My family's from Oaxaca, Mexico. So I grew up there. I'm not your average size Oaxacan. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't see the long, tall, and handsome, no, beautiful no. smile. <laughs> Single. I'm taller than ass. the average Oaxacan. Yep. <laughs> he is. He's 6'2"? Yeah, 6'2", six, six two? Six two, yep. 6'2", wow. And no one believes that. Though. No one but you guys. Girls, can't, girls, you can't see that right now, but if you would, <laughs> if you would. You wouldn't want to believe it. And we will be posting his OkCupid <laughs> profile on our website. <laughs> we'll also be posting his t- Tinder leak. <laughs> Tinder leak. <laughs> as well as his uh, his uh, Eat Harmony for Christians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's there. Look me up. Look him up. Look him up. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at 
Papi Chulo 16. Thanks for that. Just kidding, oh, just kidding. It's uh, what is it? It's, I don't have a Twitter. Oh, you got an Instagram. What's, what's got an Instagram. What is your Instagram? So people can know. So people can follow you. I don't even know my Instagram name. So. Okay, well, we'll like talk right now, and then we'll let you like, pull it up right now. I'll check, I'll check let it people out. let people follow you. All yeah, your fans. But and up in, until you like pull that shit up. <laughs> um, <laughs> What is it? Julian is from our hometown, which is Woodburn, Oregon. Yeah. He wasn't yep. born in Oaxaca. He's just like his roots stem from there. Mm-hmm. Just like me and Ricardo's roots stem from Veracruz. And Jalisco. Okay, we've never been to Jalisco. So. I've, I've been to Jalisco. Oh, you think you're better than me now, don't you? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> it's occasional, but it, it happens. Um, he's from Woodburn. I've known him from seventh mm-hmm. grade. So, so yeah, there's some history. Um, and... um. Yeah, it's good to have him on the show. Thanks for coming yeah, along. Good. I'm glad to be here. Julian. Yes, Julian. And you ready with your Instagram? I yeah, am. Okay, let him know. Let him drop it. <laughs> drop that shit. Hey, put a bomb right now. Right here. Right here. Put a <laughs> Julian on Instagram. <laughs> it's Vasquez underscore J2. Damn. Damn. Is that how many followers you got right now? Two. Yeah, they got two, I want two million <laughs> by the end of this month. <laughs> I, I, I want wifey to come. Yeah. Right. I want I want DM slided in <laughs> by the end of this month. I want this full. <laughs> love like you guys love the Kardashians. Follow. Follow your boy. All right, but what's on what's, what's on the agenda today? What's on the agenda is a lot on the agenda because this is our last episode. Mm-hmm. Like, what? But also, um, we have to, we, we need to start it off with something serious because we just tried to promote Julian as, <laughs> as an, as an sex escort. Symbol. As a sex symbol. As a sex symbol, as an escort. A sex symbol for his, uh, for his hometown, Woodburn and Oaxaca. <laughs> um, so... We've been trying to get enough information about this to talk about it, um, and we want to spend some time talking about DACA because it's super important, and there's so much confusing confusion going around with it, mostly because like the president wants to take it down, and then apparently nothing's happening, and at the same time, like it's just all up in the air, and these are like over eight hundred thousand, like. like people like individuals humans with like lives here who are being affected by like this by the uncertainty uncertainty so um just a little information to put out there DACA is not a like citizenship program or what a lot of people assume it is it is just It's just a way for young people and people who have been here for a while to have permits to work and go to school here in the United States and to, like, give them, like, basically temporary residency, which it doesn't even give them, like, full residency because they can be kicked out at any moment whenever, like, President Trump really feels like it (laughs) and he's confused and shit i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and so daca stands for deferred action for childhood arrivals wow Mm -hmm. 
And I did an entire article on this, and I did a lot of inform like I I know like a bunch of random stuff about this, but and um, what is it? You can find my article on the Emerald. I'm promoting myself. Yes. Ego. Mm-hmm. Ego. Ego. On Saturday, Julian. Yep. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. <laughs> But in the article, like, and just with all my research, I, like, talked to a lot of DACA students and, um, like, prior to, um, or, like, a little bit post the inauguration. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, before, like, Trump started making any announcements of that about DACA. And all the students I talked to were really, like, worried and scared. I had one that was in like oh like was actually had to be in a rush to be married wow wow mm-hmm. because is he, he married now he is married oh, now shoot. Mm-hmm. yeah and <sighs> i don't know he said he wanted to he he wish he and his partner could have like more time mm-hmm. to you know figure things out because you're young and you want to like have mm-hmm. more time to do yeah. that but like that's not an option for like a lot of daca recep- mm-hmm. recipients yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had one, like, I talked to one whose name was, like, well, I'm not going to say his name. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's really good. We I saw myself. We can't do names. Yeah, we can't do names. <laughs> A lot of people want to stay private. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, he had, like, nine siblings and was, like, working, like, two part-time jobs yeah. and, like, studying here at the university. And it was, like, crazy. What was his major? His major was business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> the business club. Yep. So, um, we just want to throw in some some awareness with this because it's something for everyone to look out for. Mm-hmm. And like, what is it? I suggest if you haven't already, um, to donate to some or to some scholarships or organizations or anything like that. That could help DACA students like continue going to college. Because as of right now, if they are able to renew their um, DACA application, then they could stay here for like a minimum of like two years mm-hmm. longer. Some people get to stay four years longer. Wow. But still, that's still a time bomb. And then that's still them worrying about how to pay for college and everything else because they're still undocumented. They don't have any kind of citizenship or residence like permanent residency here mm-hmm. well i mean can we also mention that daca students are also i mean it's interesting that daca students are also hispanic oh yeah they are not there's, there's also middle eastern daca mm-hmm. students there's asian daca, asian students, student DACA students islanders uh-huh. daca students yeah it's not just like specifically targeting the mm-hmm. latinx culture but it's tar- targeting several different other ethnicities within you know internationally that come to the United States for uh, opportunities. So that's mm-hmm. interesting to mention, I guess. Yeah, it is. Because everyone thinks that, like, once you put a brown face to it, it's mm. easier to attack it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Because now it's just, like, a whole bunch of different ethnicities yeah. and races to it. So it's, like, like honestly, the only reason why Trump wanted to um, attack DACA mm-hmm. was because of the fact that like, one, it was, like, an executive order by Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And also because, like, he promised to, like, deport, like, I want to say about 3 million or so, um, what he calls illegal immigrants, which he mostly specifically calls, like, Mexicans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
And um, like the easiest way to do that to like to get those numbers out is to deport DACA recip- recipients mm-hmm. because like like they're they're right there. And when they um, fill out these applications, they give all their information. They give all their parents information. They give like everything they could like. They literally just hand out like their entire lives to mm-hmm. um, Homeland Security. And so at any point, if they're like, you know, visas and everything expire and they're no longer DACA like students or whatever, then they're just like it's like so easy for them to be deported because mm-hmm. all their information is in the hands of the government. Mm-hmm. And that's why Trump really wanted to go and target it. Wow. FDT. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, good information to to know about mm-hmm. about all this. Hmm, I didn't know some of that. That's interesting. The whole D, what DACA stands for is actually very like specific and so narrow towards certain individuals in the United States. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And it's so crazy because like before, um, with like several. Um, presidencies before and whatnot like they have they chose to be like oh like we need to kick out like illegal immigrants but like we can't we can't blame children children are not to blame Mm -hmm. so we'll figure out residency programs to like help them out we'll get them citizenship because they had no choice in coming here Mm -hmm. but like in the last few like since like 2009 2010 and beyond like they've been targeting um, younger people more and more, mm-hmm. and it was only because younger, younger like kids from like immigrant families and whatnot are like succeeding at a very like good rate, mm-hmm. and so now they're like, oh shoot, like my son with like a two point nine or two point five GPA. They didn't didn't get into Harvard, but this undocumented illegal immigrant did. So it's just been like a whole bunch of attacks on the success mm-hmm. of undocumented people, yeah. which is like there's like an entire history class you could take on this. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always been such a big target. Even before it was Hispanics, it was like Irish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that. in the 1800s. Well, not even before. We were still like. When they talk about Irish, like, during that time, like, Latinx and um, black people were being lynched mm-hmm. at, like, oh, almost the same mm-hmm. levels. Like, Definitely. So, yeah, no, like, we've, like, everyone acts as though it's like, oh, it was the Asians and then the Irish and then, like, and then, and then it was all the Mexicans well, well, what I'm trying to say is, like, the like, United States, for, 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 a, for a country that have such a welcoming environment in certain areas it's uh, it's always had a restrictive history mm-hmm. Ex- exclusive exclusivity of like who to let in why to let them in just in general it's always been like yeah we're like a friendly country in a way but at the same time it's like we're also very exclusive of who we let in and so on because i guess people don't want their jobs taken away but that's also a different argument. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I always found that interesting. The concept of uh, immigration in the United States have always been... I mean, for, for a place founded by immigrants... You know, and this is a, mm-hmm. uh, this is an argument you've heard like a million times. I don't like to... Uh, I don't like to um, drench the drag that's already dry. Um, but 
yeah, it's like a country that's founded by immigrants, I guess, doesn't allow people with the equal concept, the equal form of opportunity, because that's what it's all about, right? Equal opportunity. Yeah, but also it's all about the fact that, like, you know, it was this entire country was like built and founded on like white supremacy mm-hmm, more than like anything about them being immigrants which is something like really important to emphasize because people are like oh you know my i'm 115th british or whatever i don't know like, <laughs> and like one fourth swiss one fourth, and i'm like okay i get it and we have cheese. julian here who's full hawking full and, so he, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves <laughs> He's not a mutt. <laughs> He's a fool. How dare you? I blame all of you for not giving his self-esteem is so low because y'all don't give him enough credit. Go follow him on, on Instagram oh right now. <laughs> Anyways, we just wanted to pay attention to that. And if you have like any kind of money or anything like that, like please donate. To some, like, DACA scholarships and, like, DACA organizations or just undocumented and, like, organizations, like, any, just, like, really donate. It's important. I know the entire world's asking for donations because the world's going to hell. But you have a few extra dollars. Pennies, shekels. Pennies, shekels. Vessels. <laughs> vessels like yeah, all vessels. <laughs> <laughs> we take donations in all vessels. <laughs> Okay, so now mm-hmm. um, I really want to get into something a bit lighter. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about music. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So um, we talked about this in our first episode, how we're going to like go into different like topics and dis- different aspects of m- music. And because we are Mexican... <gasps> Yes. <laughs> We're going to focus a little bit more on Mexican music, but I just want to put a PS- PSA out there real fast for everyone. Um, like, we don't, like, we don't dance salsa music. That's like a different region. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like <laughs> Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I know, I know it's like all brown people must know everything about brown people, but it's like. It's different. (laughs) I just wanted to put that out there before we started anything. You're saying we didn't create bachata? What? (laughs) (laughs) I wish we created bachata. We technically didn't even create reggaeton. We did not. Mm -mm. Like, we can't take credit for that. We have to give all our credits to Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and the people that, like... Other Latinx cultures. Other Latinx cultures that are so fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> yes sir okay okay let's okay. start with julian let's start with julian so with me okay well haka they mostly do they like um cumbias that's the big thing there i've been there a couple times and and chilenas and chilenas mm-hmm. i don't even know chilenas well, how dare you <laughs> <laughs> i'm from there but i mean yeah every time i go there they're always cumbias cumbias in every like uh, festival and everything there they play mostly cumbias not really banda or anything like that out there. I'm not sure why they do it, though. I don't know why they like, prefer that. Well. Chilenas. I've never heard of it. Chilenas. Is it really popular down there? Oh, okay, yes. Yes. I, yeah, I've heard that all the time. I just 
I never knew what they were called. Now I know. No, really, dead ass. No, did? yeah, they yeah. dance some stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's chilenas. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like it's like zapateando, but not zapateando. It's yeah, like yeah, way yeah. different. But it's like you dance with like two people, mm-hmm. and it's como like pasito separados, right? Separados, but it's like pasito diferente. It's like they go. It's like yeah, zapateando, it. but it's like it. it's more on your, it's more on your knees than it is your feet, isn't it? Oof, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen him dance. I've never even been in Oaxaca. I know. I know you know this. You study my culture too much, man. Uh, I might as well be Oaxacan. You might as well. Welcome, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Oaxacan now. I'm Oaxacan. I'm officially Oaxacan certified. Oh. Thank you, Julian. We will be really, we, me and Julian will be visiting your your local towns, promoting our home country now, of Oaxaca. So thank Oaxaca. you. <laughs> Look out for us. We're going on a world tour. Uh, and then Veronica, what was yours? Um. So. Very similar because okay, so Veracruz is um a coastal city. Jarochos. Yeah. I actually um used to be part of a fandango. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it's really it's really fun. And what is it? Fandango, isn't that the movie tickets? It is Fandango. <laughs> What's Fandango? Yeah, what okay, it? so it's like super traditional dance of Veracruz. Mm. Like, they play with like old, old, like, like small guitars that are called jarochos, ha- I want to say. They're literally called jarochos. Oh, right? you guys. And oh, that's what are. I learned how to play. I didn't sing. I just play the guitar because I can't, I can't play sing. Your, you play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and they do all this dance. You're going to listen to Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> Playing yourself. They do these dances, and they have, like, a very basic step. That's just, like, one hard step, Ooh. two hard Ooh. steps, one Killer. hard step. Ooh. And it's, like, they uh. have a rhyme with it. It's, like, what? You can fuck with me cafe, if you want to. <laughs> or something like that. It's been a while, but it's pretty lit. Um, These are red bottoms. These are bloody shoes. <laughs> uh, what a rhyme. Damn how to know how to spit. <laughs> it's let they freestyle a lot. Modak, um, Modak Brown. <laughs> Cut. Um. Yeah. yeah, so um, what is it? Yeah, they freestyle a lot with um, with all this like fandango, aracha, and whatnot. Um, what is it, Ricardo? Mm-hmm. I don't think you were there. No. Completely, but we have family. Obviously, we have family in Veracruz. Mm-hmm. We're brand new here. <laughs> but like our family, like plays all these instruments. Mm-hmm. Our more legitimate side of the family. Mm-hmm. And um, like there's. Like, my mom recorded a video of them, like, singing a song. There. Oh, you were actually mm-hmm. there? I was there. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you tell us a elaborate. little bit more about Elaborate? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. they uh, made this little girl dance while somebody else was playing guitar. El Jarocho, I think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they are playing Jarocho. And it was kind of cool because, like, the families gathered around. They were playing in, and I think somebody was singing, and the little girl was, like, dancing. And it was pretty cool. It was, like, so it was a culturally cultural awakening for me of knowing understanding my culture, I guess, in Veracruz. And it was cool. I just didn't know. I didn't know they like, because gosh damn, dude, like the cumbias there, you could only get the cumbias for so long until <laughs> you're like, oh. is all the, the dance down there? Till, till, till in your dreams, you're, and then you're like, you're moving your hips. It's just, 
Oh my gosh! Like you hear it in the morning, because that's the thing. Like people play like where in, where we're from. There's like some guy like lives right across from us who plays music at like six, like five in the morning, mm-hmm. and then our and then starts playing music till when he goes to work like at eight or nine, and then our cousins play music while they're, wa- they're cleaning the house from like nine to like the rest of the day. So and it's just a. Or it's like some repetitive like. La muñeca va a caer en agua. And you're just like, do these fools not know some Cardi B, some Bodak Yellow, some Magnolia, some Playboy Cardi? Magnolia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's nice, but then like two weeks later, <laughs> could only listen to the same rhythmic pattern. Yeah, and it's nice to know we have like more traditional. Yeah. And like the, the whole thing with like the fandangos and whatnot, like they were entirely main. Especially to back get free in the popcorn day. if you have enough credits. If you slay, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> give you a free fa- large fountain drink. <laughs> no, they were meant to bring bring the community together. Because you need a lot of people uh-huh. to, like, start that. Oh, it's really? not, like, just two people. You need, like, a lot of people. Because there's so many different instruments. So many different people, like, dance. Uh-huh. And um, it's just, like, really, like... Awesome. Awesome. Because... They would be, like, for a lot of, like, the pueblos there, they would have those so then they could start community building so then they mm-hmm. can make their community better. Mm-hmm. They would start it with that to make sure people actually showed up. Yeah. Because how well. the hell are you going to get brown people to show up for a meeting with <laughs> no music, <laughs> no dancing? <laughs> no. Anyways, that's what I have to say about Vedex. Sleep. Cumbias from far away and people eventually coming. <laughs> yeah, this they show do. <laughs> this is show of dancing. The <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, well, Jalisco is different. Um, uh, for what I know, Jalisco is more like rancheros because it's more like um, drier, less tropical. No mm-hmm. uh, rancheros, norteños, because also Jalisco is a little bit more northern. So it's definitely a lot of norteños. But like a lot of ranch, uh, rancheros and... Um, yeah, and a banda occasionally. Not too much banda, I don't think so. But Jalisco definitely. I mean, Mana's from Jalisco. Mana. Mana's from Jalisco, so obviously rock is a Riposa. big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, from, from Guadalajara, so it's like no, no, definitely like the the rock scene must be pretty big because, you know, Mana's the. It's like predominantly the... big pop rock mm-hmm. group in Mexico. It's like even Spain knows them. Even some people in the United States know them. It's so, crazy when Spain knows you. Yeah. With the those colonizers, they're they're just a bunch of white people that speak funny Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be rude. Uh, (laughs) But no, yeah. uh, So uh, Jalisco is probably definitely very diverse, um, and very different. It's it's definitely in its own form. It's like nothing you haven't heard before, I guess, in terms of Mexican music on like cumbias and like. Chilenas or whatever, but it's like it's so distinct because it's so different from different cities. It's like within Jalisco, there's different areas that play different play things. You know, like so many things come from Jalisco. We don't like. I mean, did you know that? But then, did any of you guys know my nose from Jalisco? No, I didn't know. I that. I had a feeling. No, why? <laughs> I don't know because I'm half from Jalisco. No. So, you, so I just like no. Vicente it, Fernandez like, is from Jalisco. So oh, I knew that. Like, two very <laughs> prominent big people in the Mexican music scene are from Jalisco. So, like, one that's, like, the face of the pop rock 
scene and one that's like the face of the you know that mariachi rancheras because mariachi is big in jalisco it's a huge mm -hmm. mariachi yeah you could you know hire mariachis or whatever and there's like people like mariachi standing on the streets waiting to get hired in jalisco um so yeah those, those are like definitely the prominent um music uh groups that are you know heard a lot throughout that, that state and I, I just think it's so it's so interesting so many key figures like to me it's just like kind of blown that so many key figures come from um Jalisco yeah when we had other people from like Aguascalientes bro Aguascalientes. you know Aguascalientes <laughs> no I didn't even know that Did, you don't know Aguascalientes it's like the smallest state I didn't know that state existed until like a year ago the, I think remember I think we had a conversation with, yeah. uh, with one of our friends about it about like I was like she was like you never hear anybody come from where it was Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Chihuahua and I was caliente. Yes. <laughs> it's like, was, yeah. So you're just like, you're always like, what? You're from? You I mean, everybody's usually from like Michoacan or something. Mm -hmm. or Oaxaca. Or Oaxaca. No, yeah. there's a good, yeah, in Woodbury. In Woodbury, there's so. a lot. Yeah. Verac when have you heard Veracruz? Like, Only you, you and me have one more distinct acquaintance, like friend that's mm -hmm. from Veracruz. Aside from that, like, you don't hear that many people from Veracruz. Yeah, no, that's true. People or, get too excited. When people, <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't know what's. what's they it? don't get excited for Oaxacans. Mole or what? what? <laughs> mole, this guy. You have that chocolate mole. Yeah. I guess a chocolate mole. Well, that's what it tastes like mostly, like chocolate. Do you guys put chocolate in it? Yeah, they put chocolate in it, like raw Dead chocolate. Ass? Yeah. For real? Yeah, I've seen it made actually. It's pretty cool. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. They like grind everything up. It's super cool. They have like a special machine for it. Like, a, so they don't do it with the big rock thing and the hammer? <laughs> Come on, man. No, really, they don't. No, they have like this machine thing, but it's manual though. You have to like turn the wheel. Oh, uh, you or have whatever. to turn it. Yeah, turn and it's it? like it grinds everything up. You do it, like a couple times. It's pretty cool actually. Cool process. Lucky I got to see that. Yeah, oh. our mole is well, at least the mole mi abuelita makes mm -hmm. from Jalisco. Uh -huh. like pretty different is it? she doesn't use any chocolate mm. i think like the puebla one that was like super sweet i, I didn't you know like yeah, i'm not into it i'm not <laughs> Shout into out puebla, but your ramen noodles yeah. Tra mole mole. <laughs> <laughs> not approved by the walk not approved by the walk and i'm yet to try it but i'm i'm not gonna try it just because my homie out here don't like it so <laughs> it's very beautiful there though i've been there one time puebla yeah, I'm I've never been there. All I know is that we have Cinco de Mayo because of them. And I, <laughs> and I know how I said that. It sounds like I'm very, I'm accusing them. For like the fault of cultural appropriation by white people? <laughs> yeah. Cinco de Drinco. Cinco de Drinco. I hate that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but. I it's our Independence my doors. Day, guys. <laughs> it's our Independence more. It's our founding. They founded. The country was founded. <laughs> yeah. Cinco de Mayo. It was Independence Day. We were both founded and gained our independence on the same day, <laughs> apparently, to certain people. That's pretty dope, though. You know, like, <laughs> all countries have that same story. They usually have to fight like an extra 500 years later for their independence, but we did both at the same time. <laughs> they can't say we're not efficient. <laughs> we do work hard, huh? But what is it? Oh, I just want to, like, punt some, like... I don't know, because some of our fans might not actually, like, know, or some of our listeners. I don't know if y'all are fans. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I don't know if you're fans. We have fans out there. We, we would like some fans. <laughs> I think we have fans. Email us. DM Julian if you're a fan of us. <laughs> like, follow him and then DM him. Like, we are we are a part of the Ochata. We want to be, and we have official membership cards. You handwritten by Veronica. Handwritten. And signed by me. So look, yeah, sign, it, it comes with a picture of Julian. <laughs> <Yeah. It's, like, laughs> <laughs> so, 
slide, follow Julian, slide into the DMs, and be like, please send us an Ochata Squad membership card. And it will come with the handwritten, like, um, all that. And then a picture, like, an official, we took the picture, 35 millimeter <laughs> film, like, um, portrait of Julian. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> just, just, it's beautiful just as the person in it. <laughs> and um, all heart eyes. Uh, all hands. heart eyes. Yeah. No, but so uh, sweet. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and you know, we might even send you horchata depending on your hey. distance. No, don't get us. We might send you little packets of powder horchata. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not good. <laughs> send it. Send you gallons of the ones they sell in Walmart. <laughs> Those are fire. <laughs> Those are fire. <laughs> no, we'll uh we'll buy out uh. This place in Waterburn called Paisanito. Mm. And we'll still send you that horchata. That's the best horchata me and Julian have ever tried. Yep. We're lactose, and yep. we still drink that like it's yep. water. Lactose trio. Trio, yeah. trio like the club soon. in Portland. Ooh, okay. <laughs> trio like Sunday nights. In, uh, <laughs> trio like Sunday nights. And they play banda and cumbias. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out trio. <laughs> Shout out banda. Shout out cumbias. Shout out. Oh, actually, talking about shout outs. Um... What was chains? Him too, obviously. Obviously. Of course. But um but I, I, I actually had like a really good experience the other day. Ricardo knows about it. What, um, I what happened? I was in the duck store and I lost my phone. And you that saw was an my... actual duck? <gasps> what an experience. It was. I was like No, but like I lost my phone, so I went to the front desk and they had it, thank God. And like, the front desk person, like, recognized me from my own voice. That she was a l- listener of, like, or, like Orchata Squad, which well, is really... I'm pretty sure a lot of people are wondering this. What was her cultural ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> she was white, but we always support allies. Yeah. But that's okay. dope, though. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Latinx. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Shout out white people. <laughs> You're learning, and we appreciate yeah, it. We're appreciating you. This is this shout out is, sh- is showing how much we appreciate y'all. So we love y'all, and especially that specific fan. I I, I think shout I out, never got your name. Shout out the girl that works at Duckstore. Shout out Duckstore. Shout out U of O. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. <laughs> shout I, out. Shout out. Taking shots from from like eleven till the game starts. Uh, we should have started this tipsy actually this would have been, we should, this we would have been an interesting there. podcast if we were tipsy yeah that mm-hmm. would have been interesting oh and just in case because this is obviously all audio we're decked out in duck stuff because we're gonna go to, to the, the game to so the it's game a, it's after a special this. pre-game report there it is of, mm-hmm. of the, we don't know any of the players my first game <laughs> is it your first game it's too? my first game too yeah, yeah our first game and veronica's like 10th game but, yeah it's because I go here. But we technically were wearing the long sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yep. Long sleeve with like a big food. organ across the chest. We got it at Hirons. Shout out Hirons. Sponsored by Hirons. Sp- we're sponsored not, by. Not. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them, but if you're down to give us, you know. You, you're down to give us a sponsor. We'll, we'll say we're sponsored by. You're down to give us a couple of keys, and oh, yeah. you know, we might just shout you out. Put you right on. Put your name on the poster of the Ochata mm-hmm. Squad picture. Send you a picture, Julian. <laughs> a nude. <laughs> <laughs> An oil oil painting. Oil nude. canvas. <laughs> oil canvas of Ju- nude <laughs> of Julian. If you just slide a couple of G's our way, because you know, we kind of <laughs> need it. Um, and yeah, um, oh. and uh, um, yeah. So that, that was a good. Uh, yeah, that was a, interesting. To talk about the um, distinct cultural 
regions of Mexican music. Yeah, and it's really like it's really important to say this that like the our states of Mexico mm-hmm. are like really separated in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just simply these like three states that we just talked about are very very different from one another. Because what is it? Oaxaca is a um, largely indigenous state, mm-hmm. and Veracruz was um, or is a coastal state, but was a slave port. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of Afro Latinx, Mexi- like Mexicanos, Mexicanx, mm-hmm. like, and for Jalisco, German. We have a lot of German and Spanish. Bit, Spanish, very. Um, it was. It was just like colonizers hotspot mm-hmm. i don't know like mm-hmm. people there stereotypically the, they're, they're tingled that direction <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty light-skinned <laughs> and that's pretty important because colorism is very much alive in aren't art. you light-skinned yeah. veronica i am like is she light-skinned yep she's, she's light-skinned light am i light-skinned i'm too no no, no you're brown. not light-skinned i'm more, <laughs> I'm more harocho shout out harocho cordoba shout out i don't know every time boca del mar I've gotten mistaken for um, Native American, like, on a, a good amount of occasions. People are pretty spot on about calling me Mexican, so. Mm-hmm. Same here. Really? <laughs> Got the nopal right here. Well, they say, don't, like, a few people, like, ask you if you're mixed? Yeah, mixed with what? Well, like, didn't you tell me, like, a few times with, like, like. Black? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have gone to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julian, no, no, no. You, you could be Arabic, bro. Maybe you could. You could be Middle Eastern, definitely. You think so mm-hmm. no, dude, dead ass. I don't know. I don't see it, but but y'all see y'all y'all, y'all see it. Y'all, 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 y'all will see it. See, see how you got this follow his Instagram. Vasquez mm-hmm. <laughs> underscore what? J J eighty seven. Damn. Yes. And he so wasn't official. born in 87. He was tw- he's 23, so he's born yeah, in 94. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, an, he's a nice, ripe age. For, <laughs> 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 for the people that want portraits of him. Uh, um, but, yeah. Yeah, and... You know what? Like, we... We really want to talk a little bit more about um, fucking literature. Mm-hmm. Just for, like, these next, like, few minutes. Like, four or five four or five minutes bear with us bear with us because we want to talk about everything but we can't yeah there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. we would have had like a Cuban person here as our next guest mm-hmm. Ahuka. Ahuka. <laughs> we shouldn't do that we, we said that so bad I'm, I regret it at the moment I said <laughs> our apologies I'm so sorry uh, wow 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 <laughs> But if you want us to have more episodes, email us on our um, Ochata Squad email. Which we will put a link to in our description below mm-hmm. or above. I don't know. Yeah. In this, the, the it'll be there. It'll be huh? there. I it'll think be it'll there. be below. Okay, just, just look for it. Yeah. <laughs> and email us and be like, hey, we love Ochata Squad. Please continue. Like, We don't know we have fans or if anybody listens <laughs> to any of this. Well, we know we have one fan and... If you're out there, homegirl, email us. <laughs> just up, just to say hi. Just to say, like, how you guys doing? How you guys been? To get that nude portrait of Julian. Julian. Yeah, you'll get the canvas. It won't be a nude. And nude for sponsors. 
And for any of our sponsors, yeah, email us. <laughs> <laughs> email us and you'll get a free nude picture of Julian. <laughs> and me. I'll give you a nude picture of me too. I'm going to throw that in there. Uh, I'm not going to throw anything in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll shake your hand. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to put hand sanitizer on right in front of you. <laughs> Before and after. <laughs> but what is it? Yeah, we'll put we'll put it down in the bio below. Yeah, and please email us with questions. First, maybe don't email us questions because it's technically the last episode, but email us if you want more episodes of Chutta Squad. Because then we'll start answering all those questions yeah. and stuff. We'll maybe add another episode. Maybe if you want, if you demand Julian, if you see his yeah. Instagram and you're like, damn, that homie is fly looking as hell. Like, I'm trying <laughs> to see what's popping, bring him to Eugene, bring him, <laughs> bring him to give me a dormitory. Veronica, what's the dorm? What's the dorm? Bring him to Walton. <laughs> Bring him from Walton Walt. to the all-girls floor. <laughs> All-males floor, too. Oh, you guys don't have co-ed here or what? Yeah, we have co-ed. Oh. Yeah, but sometimes you have, like, certain levels. Or... Yeah, some of them, like, there's more gender-inclusive, like, co-ed at, like, the more expensive dorms. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I guess... I guess the rich, you know. <laughs> but we should be all rich in culture. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of which other squad, right? It is. Yeah. Shout out Chata. Shout out Hispanic Heritage Month. Hey, mm. when was the day? Today's okay. I'm not gonna shout. Out, I'm not gonna tell you what day it is, but it's almost over. It's well, they're gonna guess. I told them we're going to the football game after this. They don't know which one. Could be UC Davis. That's true. That's true. Um, but what is it? Email us. Email us. But it's not over. The show's not over yet. So let's continue quickly. Quickly, quickly. We want to talk about literature. Okay? Because yes. me and Ricardo love books. Yeah, we love We love books. reading. Obsessed with them. Um, I love reading in Braille. In Braille. That's always so much fun. <laughs> it's always a challenge, but it's a fun challenge. <laughs> it's a fun challenge. <laughs> reading like a blind person is and definitely... Ricardo just read a book I suggested that he really liked. I want to say... Love. Loved, mm-hmm. and you want to tell us a little bit more about yeah. that? Last house on Mangle Street, right? Yeah. Last house, last house, or last house. The last house on Mangle Street's a good book. It's a good uh point of view observation of the Latinx culture, Chicano culture in America, and the similarities of experiences and exchanges that we have that are kind of universal in our mentality if we could empathize with ourselves and others within the culture and it's like just separated into like little short stories following this one little girl who you it's kind of coming of age you see how she gets older you see as everybody gets older but there's no narrative there's no like goal there's no specific like plot point it's just like you see her interactions with the people around her in her block in her neighborhood in her school in her city and the, the sandra what Sandra Cisnero. Uh-huh, Sandra Cisnero wrote it in, in a way in her introduction. She says, if you could just open the middle of the book and in any chapter and you read it, you'll, you won't get lost and you'll understand exactly where you are. And you continue wherever you are. And I think that was so good that they did that, that she did that. Because it's like, you can literally do that in the book. And, I mean, it tells so many different, in, in a way, it observes, but it doesn't take in. What it what it observes it kind of like observes from afar in a way. Yeah, like, like what is it? Especially because it's about like an low income community. And it's like a and a little girl, like a very young girl. So like it's like a really it's a very, very innocent young. looking. So when I say they don't really take it all in, 
It's like they don't they observe, but they don't take it in because they don't understand what they're taking in. But it's like they, it sticks with them. Mm-hmm. And then you or us as the readers, it like more we take it in. People. We're like, oh, <laughs> like, whoa, hits. yeah. Definitely, we won't spoil anything for you, but I mean, we'll talk about it right now for a little mm-hmm. bit of time that we have. That it's... We, we want to talk about at least one of the short stories yeah. that is. Which one? And I want to talk about the um, the one about the dance with oh, the cousin. That one's nice. Mm-hmm. That one was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Between that one and hips are my favorite. Hips but right. yeah. So what happens in that short um, mm-hmm. story kind of a thing is that um, the narrator's cousin is she she goes to a baile mm-hmm. and she dances as with this do. guy yeah as we all Julian. do yep. Bandericodo shut up Bandericodo shut up Banda Messi shut up Banda La Royadora Royadora shut up Recoditos shut up Calibre 50 okay Ricardo we get it you go out <laughs> <laughs> continue shut up Banda yeah, and, like, she dances with this, like, guy, mm-hmm. this man, and so she dances with this guy, with this man, and... Have you heard of that book, Julian? No, I haven't, actually. No. It sounds really yeah, interesting, You have though. to read it. It's yeah. super good. I'm pretty super sure they good. promoted it in Woodburn High School. Did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen the cover. All right, continue, Frank. Yeah, so she's dancing with this guy, and she dances, like, one or maybe two songs with him. I think it was two. It was, like, two songs. And then um, he goes outside... And then he gets hit by a car, and then he wow. goes to the hospital, and then she goes with him. And the thing is, he, like, he has no ID. He has no name. She doesn't know. Like, she only knows his first name. Mm-hmm. hmm And, like, they have no information on him because he's undocumented. And so, like, he gets hit by this car, and he dies. And, like... It's the whole thing that, like, like, in a different country, like, he has a name and he has documentations. And then, like, people would be able to declare his, like, death mm-hmm. and then inform his family. But he's, like, but, like, the narrator's just, like, I feel like his family is just hoping, like, he's okay. And he's just made it so big that he doesn't, like, call and he doesn't need to talk to them anymore. Because mm-hmm. that happens a lot. Where you like cross the border and then you you lose contact with your family and you start a new life, and like that's like the more positive spin to it. But like what's very like what's very negative or like the negative spin is just that like people die crossing mm-hmm. the border, people die yeah. living in the United States. Um, there is this one person who I talked to, and like three months into living in, in the United States, like. He, like, broke, like, he, like, severely fractured, like, broke bones on his spine, and he became handicapped. Oh, damn. And then documented, oh. and he was unable, unable to, like, get a handicap permit. So he, like, has to park wherever he can with his, like, wheelchair and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, people like to talk about success success stories of the United States and undocumented um, individuals, but they won't they won't talk about, like, yeah, we the negative. Because we don't want to face it because uh-huh. it happens too, o- yeah. too o- often. It's negative. I feel like in the story, pretty much, like, the guy's history, like, it's just, like, it's done. Like, mm-hmm. who he is doesn't exist anymore. And you technically won't exist because then any, but nobody would understand. Nobody knows who... Who he is, where he comes from, 
And so you kind of like get that dead space of like, there goes a life that probably had potential. Probably had a lot of like a lot of people caring for him, but now it's like dead. It's like passing away. There goes sort of like whoever he could have been, and then and only this like this one this girl, girl. Mm, mm-hmm. knows who he is or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's the only one that was there to witness his death mm-hmm. and could declare it his death, but she like doesn't know his family. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows his family. Yeah, wow. that's pretty. Yeah. yeah. But read the book, though. Don't, don't. Read the book. This it's is just, just like yeah. a little yeah. bit of it. Yeah. And don't, make, like don't let it so down, you, Julian. You should check it out. I own it. And it's real simple to read. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, not a hard read. Not saying that he can't read simple, like, harder books. He can. The man's read Grapes of Wrath for crying <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't even read Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> I haven't either. Honestly, like, there's some books that are, like, really dense. And, like, you know they have, like, good meaning and whatnot. But they're, like, super difficult to read. Julian wants to get into The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Ooh. Sounds like a really good Did book. Did you finish it, Veronica? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, it's a good book, huh? Mm-hmm. Definitely read Let's that one. That one in the last... Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one in the last house on Mango Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is it? You, you have this book in your, like, room by a Latinx. Which one? Oh, I'm reading it right now. 100 Years of Solitude. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's good. Page 100. Super good book. It's about cultural. Uh, it's so, so it's just so it's sort of, like, very fictional, very, like... Uh, magical or whatever there's like magicians and gypsies in it um people come back to life people die um what's interesting about it is that it's like told there's a story of a town about pueblo and then the story of the pueblo is told through the the story of this family and their generations how our generations how like we sort of affect the people that come after us and they affect us but we don't know it and I'm mean, as far as I go. So as New York Times said, no book has ever been more important to read. Like the clo- they compared it to the book of Genesis, pretty much. Ooh. Ooh. So that's like, yeah. And it's a good book. It's like, it's definitely like about Hispanic culture, Latinx culture. And it's like, yeah, it talks about colonization, talks about like generations, um, and you know, Hispanic cultures are not really known. His Latinx cultures aren't were hard to like root our mm-hmm. our generational like uh, in roots. our like family history yeah, and whatnot because history. like how, how far can you go back, Julian? With your family history? I'm not even too sure to be honest. Can you go to great great grandpa? Uh no, probably not. Probably just great grandpa. Damn. See? Yeah. We're yeah. O- we're only able to reach great no. great grandma. Well on one side. But on just one grandpa side. on one side. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Like, just like it's just like the concept of you forget. Yeah, somebody like, can die in the United States and nobody has a name. No one's declared declared an official death. Just like in the house on last, just like the story in the last house on Mingle Street. Exactly, and like the okay, so we get a lot of our um history from oral st- storytelling, which is something like I've discussed mm-hmm. on before, and um, what is it? I don't know. It's it's very like okay, so. Our grandma, mm-hmm. our abuelita, is illiterate. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to read or write. And she has a lot of history within her. And, like, we, like, hear her. And um, we talk to her about about it, like, as much as we can mm-hmm. at this point. But the thing is, though, it's just, like, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, w- me and Ricardo and being able to, like, read and write and whatnot. Like, this is, like, 
a new thing that has come into our family. Mm-hmm. It's like it isn't something that's like happened like forever. We we didn't come from like money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, oral storytelling like. People think it's like, ah, it's whatever. It's just a story. It's just what, like, it's not, like, important. It's not the history books. But, like, for a lot of Latinx cultures and families, that's literally all we have. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have, um, what, Ancestry.com? Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? Right. I feel uh, like it's... We have aunts with two birthdays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my grandpa. He has two birthdays. Yeah, I, have, I have an aunt with two birthdays. I, I thought it was because she's being extra, but <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> but, um, do you want to explain the two birthday things? I mean, what? It's past? like they're like the family knows the exact day that they're born, and then yep. then it's the government official, like the day that they were declared an actual human being, mm-hmm. and like within the government, and so like I guess they celebrate both because. I don't know why, but you do. You just don't celebrate the actual birthday. Well, whatever. I deserve like four birthdays, but we all should deserve four birthdays. Yeah, we should. Honestly. Spoil deserve, ourselves. Yeah, why not? You know, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we deserve four birthdays, and we're on our fourth episode. Hey. And <laughs> dab it out, dab it out, dab it out. It's like, and it's our time to go. We've yeah. been. This is probably our longest episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being patient. Thanks for following us. Not being patient, cause we assume you enjoy. Yeah, it. Yeah, we assumed you and loved it. You loved yeah. my voice. You loved Veronica's voice. You even adore Julian's voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, as this time has, pro- has progressed of us talking, you have followed Julian on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll put a link to that too. <laughs> Don't worry. Find it on top or the bottom. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and we really appreciate this. Like month or so that we've been working on this shout out to alec mm-hmm. for being the homeboy mm-hmm. um shout out to hispanics hey latinx latinx, latinx oh yes culture. latinx <laughs> shout out latinx culture um shout out chente chente shout out Lucy salga <laughs> um please donate to puerto rico and mexico daca foundation please <laughs> They, they need money please do that mm. and um <laughs> you can't be throwing paper towels at them feel like they're that's oh, enough <laughs> i can't believe uh, <laughs> bye okay we gotta go <laughs> okay love you take you out bye 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 besitos music featured on this episode is the song america by los tigres del norte featuring calle 13 you can subscribe to the emerald podcast network on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can listen to the episodes directly on the Daily Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com.